someone who's traveling, he's walking, let's say, he wants to read Shema, he's taking his morning jog, his evening, his evening walk, he's, um, he's traveling by foot, Okay, so one opinion says that he has to stop until Levavecha. Meaning, he has to stop, for sure. Shema Yisrael, Baruch Shem Kibbal Machotel Amrel. He has to stop all the way until Levavecha. When he hits Levavecha, he could start walking. After Levavecha. The others say, much less than that. Just Shema Baruch Shem. Walking, he can walk right after Shema Baruch Shem. Right? Shema Baruch Shem has to close his eyes. We're not going to allow you to close your eyes while doing uh, Shema. Sorry. We're not going to allow you to walk while doing Shema with closed eyes. But after that, Vahafta, why can't you walk? Another opinion says Vahafta. So everybody says, V'chein data Rav. Says Ravadia that even if you just said Shema Baruch Shem, you can walk for the rest. V'arochev. Walking. Yeah, because walking is not considered an interruption, by the way. It's very important. Oh, so that's, that's another nekuda. It's a very important alakha to know this. Because really, you, a person who learns this and this, he doesn't understand what the, what the difference is. We just learned in alakha yud gimel that a person is not allowed to do anything. He's not allowed to point. He's not allowed to wink his eyes. He's not allowed to enunciate with his mouth. He can't do anything. How can he walk? So the alakha does not usually... Usually, unless it's Amidah or Bukat Mazon, the Lachan doesn't consider walking an interruption. It's important to know that. Now, if you want to be someone who actually has a head on his shoulders and you want to concentrate for a couple minutes. So can, I, can I say, technically, I say Shema uh, and then I get in my car and I drive and say the rest? No. Driving, driving is an action. Driving is not, driving is not considered walking. No. Okay. Unfortunately, not. Okay. Yeah. So the, the walking is not considered an interruption. This is important also. Let's say someone's making a bracha walking. Is he allowed to? Mm-hmm. It would look very random, right? It would look very weird. He's saying a shariatza walking. Right. Is he allowed? It's not a trick question. Yeah, no, I am thinking. Yeah. Pros and cons, I don't know. No, for sure it's not a good idea. No, but if you're in a rush, you can. There's no other way. I don't know. So he said no. So it's not an interruption. Waiting for you. you oh, but what is a sore? What is exactly no? So it's allowed. What is a sore? Yeah. To do anything. You're not allowed to be mitasek. I can't, uh, while saying vahafta, um, I can't be you know messing around with this. But what's the difference? I'm walking or I'm doing this. No, I can't go like this. You know, move this around. I'm not allowed to do anything while saying exactly no actions, but you're allowed to walk. That, Walking is not. For any uh, well, depends if you're not if you're Amazon and Amidat, definitely not. Except for those two. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to do anything, but you're allowed to walk. With water, I just can't do water, but I'm walking, and I say bracha before I drink. I can walk. I can keep yeah, walking. technically, you're not you're not supposed to. Just health wise, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to move and drink. But that's a different problem. That's, different. that's a health problem. Yeah, According to Al-Khat, it's a health problem. It's not just a health problem in the science.com. Um, but yeah, Let, let's make something that you're not drinking or eating. No, no, not drinking or eating. Let's say you want to say Asher Yatsar. Okay. 
You want to say Borei Nafashot, an after bracha. Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to say that walking? As long as you're not going to do anything while walking, like open a door, move a chair, yeah. it's technically not allowed. Now, my personal advice to everyone in the world that's hearing me right now, which is nobody, besides you two city game, the worst thing in the world is to do something, even walk, while you make a bracha. Now, again, like you said, you're rushing, you're whatever. Extreme circumstances, everyone understands. But a regular case, you're saying a shayatzar, you're saying borna fashot, you're saying alamichia, you're saying something that you need some, uh, or alamichia is not because you have to be sitting in your spot. Um, but these brachot that you're saying, you want to have some concentration in life. Like you said, what about concentration? The answer is for sure. I've tried it, by the way. I've tried it. It's, it's, it's a world of a difference. And I've even seen the. the Mazalta, Mazalta! His son got married. Can I shake your hand? Yeah. I only got about 10 minutes, so I don't want you to think I'm, give you a hug? I'm, I'm leaving. Can you give me like five minutes, you said? Yeah, yeah, about 10 minutes. I got about 10 minutes. No problem. 10 minutes is better than no minutes. Okay, so we were just uh, discussing um, Kriyachma. <coughs> so let's just get to where we were, and then I'll continue. Okay, so we were just discussing... Um, we were just discussing interrupting during Shema. So the first pasuk of Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem Kivod, we said you have to halt. No walking. No moving. No doing nothing. Halt. You're, in, you're traveling. No problem. Halt and say Shema. You're not allowed to move. But after that, you are technically allowed to walk. I said you're technically allowed to walk. Okay, and that's how both of these poskim paskin. And we were discussing walking during a bracha. So that's where we left off. Let me just quickly state the, the facts and then uh, we can go on. So you're allowed to technically walk during a bracha that doesn't need to be stood still or sat for. For example, amida, you need to stand still, right? You can't walk and do amida. You can't walk and do berkat mazam. You can't walk and do alamichia. You could walk. And do Asher Yitzar. You could walk and do Borena Fashot because Borena Fashot doesn't need to be in the same place that you ate. There's no obligation for you to do the bracha of Borena Fashot in the same place that you ate. So, technically, that's another thing you could technically do walking. Now, what if I'm walking and I need to open a door? What if I'm walking and I need to move some chairs around in order for me to get through? Am I allowed to do that while making a bracha? The answer is absolutely not because then you're mitasek, you're doing something while doing your, your bracha, and that's for sure not allowed. The only thing is I'm talking about, we're traveling, we have a long road ahead of us, right, 10 mile road, and now I just use the restroom, number one, do I have to stop and say Asher Yitzar standing still? The answer is you should. <laughs> I'm giving you personal advice, even though he doesn't say it yet, you should. But if you can't, or you didn't, it's no problem, you walk, and walking is not considered an interruption. But doing other things is considered interruption. For example, many people... Right? That's what they do. They go like this, and, and they start playing with their phones, or they start looking at their cup. Right? That's exactly not what we do. You're not allowed to do nothing while making a bracha. The only thing is you're allowed to do, which is not an interruption, whether for kriyat shema or for brachot, is walking. Now again, 
Is it advised? Not for me. I cannot advise it because I've seen the results of when I walk and make a bracha and when I stand still and make a bracha. And I can give you an even better tip. Stand still and close your eyes and make a bracha and I promise you're going to be in a whole other world. I, Rav Moshe Feinstein once said, if I can get rid of one mitzvah of the Torah, chaz v'shal, I don't even know whatever that means. He says it would be an aguna. A woman who doesn't know um, if her husband is dead or around, so she's considered an aguna. She doesn't have a husband, but we can't give her a get. So she's in this middle phase called not being able to marry somebody else and not being able to get divorced. So he said it was so difficult for him to deal with agunot that he felt so bad. He says, if, if I, I don't know if he said it or they said it in his name or he never said it, and it's one of those things that he never said, but people say that he said. The point is that he, he saw that there was a problem. If I would get rid of one mitzvah or one, one permission, permissible thing in the Torah, it would be this. Is there a time, time limit? What? No. After, for an Aguna, okay, 10 years, the husband is gone, okay, here, you've got to get. No, that's why he said it. No, it doesn't exist in any It doesn't account. exist. Okay. The problem is that women cannot marry two men. Right. A man right. can marry technically more than one woman. Yeah. Um, Ashkenazim have a cherim, but of Rabbeinu Gershom that technically expired, but they continue with because it's the Minag. Um, Spar- when did it expire? Uh, y- y- many hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago? Yeah. It was only a tekana for a thousand years, but it expired. So you could tell your wife, uh, move over, honey. <laughs> No, but no one will marry. Yeah, you're not allowed. To. And also, uh, but what polygamy, it's called polygamy in America is, is not allowed, so there's many reasons why it wouldn't be allowed. It's well, Fardim, you said? Sfardim never had that. Sfardim, we never accepted that. that. No, we're allowed to marry two wives, no oh, problem. Never? No, never no? had. Wow. Uh, I wouldn't say it's advised, but you're definitely allowed to. Anyways, so, um, what was I getting to? Oh, so if I, would, if I would tell someone, if I would say I want to get rid of one permissible thing from the Torah, it, or one thing from the Torah, it would be this, that you're allowed to walk and make brachot. I wouldn't get rid of anything, but I'm saying the walking and making brachot is definitely not the right thing. So, we learn that the first paragraph of Shema, you're not allowed to do nothing. Nothing. Not even the Torah mitzvah. You're not allowed to blink your eye. You're not allowed to um, enunciate with your mouth. You're not allowed to do nothing. Second paragraph, you're allowed to do a mitzvah. You're allowed to hint for a mitzvah, but not for a mitzvah. Not. What about walking? That's where he gets to now. Walking, you're allowed to. As long as you said, Shema and Baruch Shem. Some say a little later. It's Shabbos, it's Shabbos. Where'd you go? I thought you had 10 minutes. Yeah, I gotta go. Okay, bye. He's <laughs> gonna. Okay, let me keep my mouth shut. Oh, hold on, hold on. Daniel, he's, uh, I mean, he doesn't explain it, but he technically brings it in at the right time. He says, Allah was someone who's riding on an animal. He has to stop the behema for one pasuk of Shman Bar Hashem. And that's it. So bring it, Ravadi brings in, or he brings in the Ravadi says, same halacha by driving. That you have to stop, park the car, to read Kriyachma. Why doesn't he say... To, to, I calls it central time, not eastern time. Shem loves you. So why does he have to... So he says here to read Kriyachma. Your question was, can, he, can you say Shema? 
Get in your car and start driving. So I said no, right? I said no. And he, I don't know why he brings this in in such a vague terms because we're dealing with such specific terms here. But he says, so too with a car, you have to park your car and say Kriyachma. Now I don't know if, that's, if he means to insert his words within this that just like an animal, if you're riding on a horse, you have to stop the horse, say Shema, and then keep riding for Vahafta, etc. Because I don't know, I don't know. I'd have to check. What, what he means with, I, he, he, he's not specific, so yeah. I can't I can't be specific in his words. Remember? No. I'll remind you later. No, that's what I that's what I would say. But no, no, no. I already had one. Thank God. My second coffee this week. Um, I'm gonna. I have the safer at home, so I'm just gonna check. You don't remember? Exactly. Guys, I have a, uh, I have a uh, erasable pen. So if anyone needs an erasable pen ever, I have one in my pocket. Okay, so. Now, Avala Yoshev Bekaron and Sirich Lamod. What's a Karon? Chacham Izrachi, what's a Karon? Karon, yeah. It's a ship. Karon. If you're sitting in a train, it's a Karon. Oh, like a. I forgot what those words are. Wagon? Compartment, Compartment wagon, mushroom. Right. The wagon, yeah. it's part of others. Right, right. You're not driving. Like a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, what if you're sitting in a wagon, someone else is driving. What if you're um, sitting in a car, right? Your passenger, your backseat uh, passenger. So there, no problem. Say Kriyachma. You don't have to stop the car. Also Shema and The whole, yeah, even Shema and Because you're not doing anything. Right, you're just sitting. Right. Are you allowed to what? If you're not driving. Yeah. In the back. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even Amida. Amida. Yeah? Who has Amida? What? Like on a plane. Yeah. On a plane, on a plane, right? Or a car. A car, yeah. When you plane or in the car. Okay. I mean, why, why are you in a car if a car technically you could stop and dive in? Yeah, no, let's say you can't. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. if you could stop and dive in, you have to stop and dive. I guess if you're in control of the car, you can't yeah. concentrate unless you stop. But if you sitting in a car yeah for sure somebody else driving yeah that's exactly what he's saying exactly what he's saying now we have another problem I just learned this halacha recently because Rav Yossi said the halacha and the two halachot and I was in shock and he was also in shock so we went to go check it afterwards and the Shulchan Aruch itself says that if someone said Amidah sitting down you're allowed to right you're in a position you have to sit you're on a plane Okay. The plane, you didn't realize what time it was. Everyone's davening shachrit. Okay, I'm davening shachrit. I'm sitting down in my place. You want to sit down. Whatever it is, you want to pray sitting down. You feel more concentrated. You're going to bother other people. Your person next to you is sleeping. They're all sleeping. Whatever it is. You sat. You said the whole amidah. You fulfilled your obligation, correct? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Now you get off the plane and you realize it's still 8.30 in the morning. Okay, you davened an hour ago, but that was 7.30 in the morning. Now it's 8.30 in the morning. Now I could stand up and say Amidah. 
Am I obligated to stand up and say Amidah again? He says no. Well, since you have this whole spiel before, you say I was shocked. Context so clues, my yes. friend. That's the way the world. That's the way the light, the world works. Very good. So, what's the answer? The answer is you have to do it again. What's the answer? What's the question? Oh, my beautiful friend. Let's uh, let's start concentrating on uh, the the wedding later. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Um. <laughs> okay. I was making a joke because you enjoyed the. Uh, the Takana being over of Rabbeinu Gershom. You've heard this Takana of Rabbeinu Gershom, yeah? The Kherim of Rabbeinu Gershom. Okay. I thought it was going to expire like next year. It was like the... It says like this. If you're on a plane... Did you hear my help? Did you hear any of what I said before? You're on a plane. Shmuel! Chacham Bras. Mazal Tov again for your beautiful son. I'm so happy. May he be zoiche to build a bait ne'eman be Israel. May they be... May they be um, truly harmonious together, harmonious together, and have everything they need in spirituality and in physicality from now until forever. And may you, Bezrat Hashem, see tremendous nachat from their children and Ben Zachar Amen. Okay. Amen. So let's say a person's on a plane. He davens. He just lands and he realizes it's still Zman Tefillah. still time to pray. He was sitting while he was praying on the plane. Prayed Shmonaisra sitting. You can't say he prayed on Midah because that would be a, yeah. a uh, what's the word? A, a. Okay, you guys will help me with that later. A, so the question is, should he do it again? Oh, should he do it? Is he obligated to do it again? Or he prayed. He prayed. He sat down. He davened. That's the halacha. He was supposed to. He was allowed to sit down. He davened, and now uh, <laughs> you're going to tell him to pray again. Tell you why I think what I think after he answered. He's good. He's good. No reason to pray again whatsoever. I'll tell you why I think so. Daniel says there's a reason to pray again because of what I said. I, I believe Daniel's probably right because obviously there's a... Right, you know, right. However... Aval. What I'm thinking is more like once you already did what you had to do... You did what you got to do. No, when, once you do it the second time, it's if the first one wasn't even kind. So that oh. to me doesn't make Okay, there's there's a point to what you're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bypass your point. But there is a point to what there, no, there's a point to what you're saying, okay. but I'm gonna bypass your okay. point. Can we ask for uh Fulashlema? This is for Rabbi Moshe Abita's father, he's very sick. Also for Esther Bat Gittel, um both of them and my mother, may she live and be well, Rachel Bat Khana, may they all have a Fulashlema, Fuatanashvataguf. And Rav Shea Yosef Ben Zahari, may she have a tremendous Okay, my beautiful friends. The halacha is like this. If a person sat because the circumstances mandated him to sit during Amidah, and he now sees that he's in a situation that he's able to stand, he must do Shmona Yisrei again. And he has to do a Tfilat Nadava, a Tnai Nadava. What's a Tnai Nadava? He makes it on condition. Yeah. If I fulfilled my obligation already in your eyes, may this tefillah be a voluntary prayer. And if I didn't because I was sitting and now I'm able to stand, may this prayer be my obligatory prayer. But so if you, you didn't do that. What, the tnai? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's still fine. You still do it again. You still do it again. Because really, over here you're obligated again. Which is very interesting. I never knew this halacha. It it's a very random halacha. No, you know why it's so random? Because it's not nilchot filah. It's in nilchot avelut, which you would never see. So, what's a connection? 
and you saw, I, I, he, so we looked it up, and it was in the it's in a whole different section of Shulchan Aruch. So you really, this halacha is very, very not known. It's an explicit halacha in Shulchan Aruch, just like the halacha says you have to pray right. in Shulchan Aruch. So too the another, yeah, se- you no, know, you just don't look at the second section. The one minute halacha, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. No, the opposite. Everybody says brings it as halacha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we. That's how we got to it. Ravadi brought it, and I said, "What? Something is wrong." And it was also from a kitzur, like a, a little pamphlet book. I said, "There has to be something wrong with that. There, that sounds ridiculous." And no, just that no one knows al because it's an al chot avilut. What's the point of diving the first shmarasida? Because you didn't know if you could pray. Afterwards. You didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Or you didn't realize that you'd have time afterwards to stand. You didn't realize, or you're scared. Okay. Does it go with every mitzvah like that? No, not every mitzvah. Um, no, I mean, maybe. What? What's? What's? What? Like, give me an example. Like, what would be a problem with a mitzvah that you'd have to maybe well, do it again? I think of something. I, I travel. So let's say in the morning, I do Amidah. Yeah. 8 o'clock. Then I get on the plane. I travel for 12 hours, 14 hours. And then I get out of the plane, and it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Again. But I already did it in the other time zone. Do I have to do it again? No. Was, ever, was there night in between? Wait, it's, it's the next day or the, or the previous yeah. day? Exactly. It's the same day? Yeah, what a day. cool, cool thing. Yeah, you already did Minchan Arvit. What do you do there? Whoa. That's a crazy halacha. What do you do there? You already prayed Minchan Arvit on the plane, right? Or wait, is it always yeah. just getting lighter? No, it's the same, same, same time. Same so it's just daytime the whole yeah, time? Yeah, daytime the whole time. It's a really long day. So you're not, does it ever turn in the sky? No. It never when turns dark? Back, when you go back, when you go, no, that's the other way. That's going east. Then it, turns dark but when you go west you can fly with the time and it stays the same time zone so here here out here Miami you go to LA it's five hours early in LA it's the same so we fly five hours it's about five five and a half hour flight LA you get out the same time same time same that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying yeah 100% it's so no, I get what you're saying. Thing? Yeah, but it, it, that, yeah, the the the, the, the problem got much less. No, since it didn't get night, the problem got much much more much less complicated, because you're in, you're still on the same day. Yes. Yeah, I thought I, I thought. You filled my. No, yeah, you're talking you're about fine. five hours. You're not yeah. about, he's, he's, he thought that you leave on a Tuesday, and then okay. you fly a whole day, and then you come back. That on also Tuesday happens. Morning, right? That also right. happens when when I fly mm-hmm. east. That's the same thing. Then it's the next day that I get out. So flying for 12 hours, but yeah, you No, but there you have nighttime and daytime. I already passed nighttime and daytime. So I there, know, and then you hit the next day. Not, yeah, it's going to be the next day. Yeah, but the, then at least then, you all already have the prayers in your... But then, yeah. then you, you pray also because it's going to be the next day, right? Yeah, the next so day you have to pray. There's no issue there. No. No. No, there it's a little easier, I guess, also. Because there you're just going with time. But this one... So you leave during you go, the day, you, go you, hit, you hit almost nightfall, you pray Mincha, yeah. you hit nightfall, you pray Arvit. You get there during the day, you pray Shavuot? You pray again, yeah, because it's going to be the next day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And also if you go to LA and you just did Shavuot and you go back and it's now Shavuot again, yeah. so that's fine, you don't you do Shavuot. Yeah, yeah, for sure not. Okay. Mincha, you have to do when you get there. Right, right, yeah. So actually, I'm trying to think if the Allah even said you have to make it up. What happens in places where they don't have... Uh, I don't think so. They don't have night time like, uh, for like a few months, like yeah. Alaska. Mm-hmm. Do they dive in Marif? Do the dumb chakras. Do the dumb chakras. 
I was you don't in, put on stolen for six months? I was in Finland. I was in Finland where it was like not a, a day, three hours, four hours, daytime, that's it. And I checked it on my Zmanim. Uh, you must be doing, you, can, you don't even have any time to do anything during yeah, the day. No. Shachr, if you do Shachrit Mincha and all during the day. Yeah. Well, not Arvit. Yeah. Shachrit and Mincha. Yeah. Very interesting. The Alcha says ideally not to live there. It does say that. Hawaii also is a problem. So you have to do it in, in daytime, right? There is no big problem. We don't know when Shabbos is. Hawaii is a big problem. What the problem? What's the problem? Because there, there, there's a dispute over exactly the uh, date line, and uh, there's a there's a uh, there's a lot of, I, there's a shear on it that I went to that's on uh, up online at Torasayim about the international date line, but there's some some real problems, particularly with Hawaii. Mm, interesting. They're the last ones to bring in the Shabbat. So, oh, well. That's not, that's not a problem. I know. That's a cute us. fact. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a good fact. So if you live in a place like that, in, let's say Finland, and you well, have, if you have a few hours, hours a day, then you're good. Three hours, you got to do everything in that. you got to yeah. do Shabbat and Mincha. Yeah. Then you're good. He's asking a, a much harsher yeah. type of situation. They yeah. have night time Alaska. for six months on that. Alaska, yeah, you can have six months dark. I like yeah, I, I don't know what to say, do. but I would think Marcos. you have to do like the regular, as if yeah. that, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Probably. I don't know. What is it? Got to what Chabad does in Alaska. <laughs> Wait, let's just think. Let's just think. There was a question Fila. when the, astro- the first Jewish astronaut went up and was uh, rotating around the Earth. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he was from? Huh? He wasn't from. He wasn't from, but it brought up the halachas. What, 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 what should he do? Yeah, yeah. What, he should, what he should he do is they said uh, based on his um, place of uh, origin, the place that he left from. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, he's not anywhere. That's, that's another issue. Because he's not anywhere. But right. he's rotating. He's seeing the sun rise and set, rise and set like every you know, 90, 90 seconds or something. Whatever it is. Wow. Interesting. So the 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 discussion finally came out that he should do what based on his Where uh, he place of launch. Yeah. Yeah, but that's outer so space. I would, say, I would say you stick to your regular. But that's outer space. No, but here his regulars are going to be not good because you're in regular nighttime. No, stick to your regular where you came from. No, no. What if it came from Florida? I can use Florida times in Alaska. Like the normal daytime. No, it's something else. The normal daytime in the place where you are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna put on. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think only, so. What's the reason why you can't put on still in the nighttime? Okay. I'm gonna give you guys homework. Look on Google. What I'm sure there's thousands of articles written on this. Yeah. Look on Google for a good article. Send it on the morning morning shirim group, and um, we'll figure out the alachic parameters of our new next Alaska vacation later. Let's continue. Yeah, but what's the reason why you can't run for like ten Because uh, Shema, you might fall asleep. Well, it is nighttime. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna go against Xer of Chazal. Forget Tefillin. Forget Tefillin. What about what about Shachris? Forget Tefillin. Tefillin. Let's say you could put on. Let's say you have five so people. So the regular sorry. time you go to sleep at nighttime. So nighttime you go to sleep. When you wake up, even though it's darkness, it's considered as if day. Maybe that's the only Havamina. Maybe look it up. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Good question. Fantastic question. Very fascinating, as they say. It's a good question to look up. Maybe you can even give a share on it. Look it up. Do some research. Talk about Hawaii, the international dateline. I'm not joking. You could tell people about your couple of years in Hawaii. It's going to be a very fascinating share. I'll listen to it, by the way. Go to Torahsheim.org and go to the Halakha share. 
there's one on the International Dateline. It's a really, really good show. And they, I remember the show that Hawaii was a particular, a certain area of Hawaii was a particular problem. It was probably because Liran was living there. Mishra Tzalachmir. Did they want to go through Hawaii? Mishra Tzalachmir, If a person stands in order to say Shema, he's going like Beit Shammai. Well, we're talking, we're, talking about, we're talking about the morning. We're talking about the morning. Exactly. We're talking about the morning Shema. So if a person stands. Did that piss you off? Anyways, a person who goes like Beit Shammai is Chayab Mita in general. And over yeah. here. What did you say? Anything goes like Beit Shammai is Chayab Mita. It's the Gemara. Shema. Oh, Shema. Yeah, yeah. Um, you remember? Yeah, I don't know if it's only in Shema. Yes, Probably. Yes, well, that context was definitely yeah, talking about yeah. Shema. No, I thought in general, if you follow Shema, whatever Shema says. Probably. That's kind of a. What's the reason there then? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Shemai is always wrong. Well, no, Shemai. So, right, Abat Kol came from Shemai and said that even though they're both right, they're yeah. both technically right. Eluve Elu Divrei Elokim Chaim. That's where I came from, and um, Allah is like Beit Shemai, Beit Hilal. Beit Hilal, but only in that case. Everywhere. 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 Whatever they argue, everywhere, everywhere he knows right. No, they're both right. They're both right. Everywhere we follow Hillel. Right. I feel so bad for Beit But you say they're both right. So how can you have Chayot Mita? Because we don't do that. All right. I feel so bad for Beit I wonder how he feels up there. He's right, but if you do it, you're Chayot Mita. It doesn't make sense, though. It no. bothers me, so I'll just move on. Well, we can, we can, we can it look it up. It is what it is. No, it's not what it is. It's not you, said, it is. you said they're both right, but if you follow Shabbat, you Chayot Mita. Yeah, but you should look into it. What's the reason? First of all, why is he chayav mita? It's very, it's very deep. Um, it's a very, what's it called? It's a very uh, heavy thing to be chayav mita. Yeah, why is he chayav mita? Alrighty, let's continue. Can you read an aliyah? Why? You going to school? Any aliyah? Maftir aftara? At the moment, two. We had three, one drop. Ariel's reading. You want to talk about this later? Not exactly. Because it's not going to happen. Okay. <clears throat> but if someone wants to stand up in order to become less sleepy, or because he has some reason to get up, no, Not because no, he's following Beis Shammai. No problem that he's allowed to. No problem whatsoever. But if you're gonna do it for Beis Shammai, you're chayiv misa. Oh, I feel so bad. What? Your brother. I think Rishon and Shlishi are taken. Like, isn't that a bizayon though? To who? Beis Shammai. You should look at the like, one. Think, about, look at think about how he feels. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think that your, your questions are fantastic, but the Gemara has a lot of depth to it. You can't. I can't. I'm not gonna just give you. A um, off the cuff answer. You should go look at the Tosfot, 
Look at the Marsha. Look at the interesting Mefarshim. See what's the Pshah? Why is he Chayav Mita? What is so yeah. Balaganist about this it's problem? It's not about, about what we feel and what we think. I think this. I feel this. I, it's, it's, it's a different level. Not everything's about how you feel. Yeah. No, in general. In, in general. I'm not important. I'm not You're very important. No, my, 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 my feeling, what I feel about this certain topic, what my opinion is about that is. Right. If a person was standing anyways, and he wants to do Shema, is there a problem of standing and doing Shema? If he was already standing? No, no problem. If he was sitting and he wants to stand because he wants to do what Beit Shammai says, so then there's a problem. But if not, not. There's no obligation to sit to reach Shema. It's if you were sitting in the last stand. But according to Kabbalah, it's better to be sitting than to be standing. Even according to Pshat, Rabbi says it's better to be sitting. Which were the words of the Arizal, Bashar Kavanot, Jushvav, says the Arizal, we now need to awaken the secret, the hidden Yichud, uh, unification of above. While we are in this world, in the Olam Abriya, that's why it's preferable to sit. <laughs> Sitting shows that we're in the Olam Abriya. Because there's only standing in Olam Atzilut. So when we're in Olam Atzilut, oh wow, this will, this will work really, really well with the previous Allah we we're talking about. Why, if you did Amida, should you do it again? Because uh, Olam Atzilut is only standing. Now over here, you want to show that you're not in Olam Atzilut yet. You're in Olam Abriya, one below. So you should be sitting because the only standing is for Olam Atzilut. So we should be sitting in Olam Abriya. That really strengthens it. Really strengthens yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. There you go. Kabbalah is where so to you go. Can, you can stand. Saying Shabbat. Well, guys, good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Say it again. Happy birthday. Happy birthday? No. In about a week it is. In about a week, great. But you can't stand then during Shabbat because you don't want to. You can't. When you go into New York, when your son's wedding? No, he says. That's not meant to be in Atzilut. The wedding was very packed. Oh my God! Shmaz and Baruch. Shmaz and Bria. I understand. How was it? Amazing. Okay, so again, allowed to, you're allowed to stand. Should you? No. Because it's best to be sitting because you're in Olam Abriya, yeah. and there's only standing in Olam Asya. So you're showing you're not there yet. Yeah. Sometimes they have it. They, they, they do Marif and uh, they stand. Everybody stands. And it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's, it's preferable to sit. Yeah, it's only a problem if you sat and now you're standing for Shema in order to stand. But if you're doing it to oh, okay. yeah, it's yeah. Position. Right. but if you're doing it to waken yourself up, let's say you're falling asleep during Shema, yeah. so to stand up is is not a problem. Excuse me. Okay, let's continue. 
Safek kara kriyat shma safek lo kara. What if you're in safek? Did I reach Shema this morning? Did I not reach Shema this morning? Did I reach Shema this, this evening? Did I not reach Shema this evening? Do it. Do it. Do it. So the, let's say for example, a person prayed Minchan Arvit early. What's the problem to say Shema again anyways? Now do you have to? It's not a question. Do you, or it's not a problem to do it. It's a problem do you have to. It's a question is do you have to do it? So let's say you did Minchan Arvit early. Super early. Now you get to night time, you're obligated in Shema Midor right now. Could that Shema Amita be considered Shema Midor If you have to, yes. Okay. It's better to do two. But if you have to, yes. Um, are you, do you, if you think you did it, but you don't remember exactly. 50 50, 70 80, 70 30, 80 20, 90 10, you're in Safik. Yes, I say yes. You have to do it again or you don't have to do it yeah. again? Says the halacha because it's doraita. The kriyat shema tzarich likrot. The kriyat shema doraita. Umina torah v'safek torah luchumra. Whenever we have a safek, do we fulfill a mitzvah doraita or not? We do it. We do it again because we want to be machmir. Not doraita. We don't. Right. Doraban. We're going to be lenient unless it's unless it's uh, without a bracha. Then we can do the doraban. That's in doraban. Doraban. Yeah. Right. How we do it. Right. So kriyat shema we're going to read again if we're in a safek. And even according to those opinions who say that only Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem are, are really Doraita, or the opinions that say Shema Baruch Shem and are Doraita, even according to them, because whenever we're going to read Shema, Always three parshiot when we're trying to fulfill a mitzvah dorait. So even those opinions that say no, the dorait shema is only shema baruch shem kivod vehafta. Mm-hmm. They say even they say that you have to do all three paragraphs because whenever you are going to say shema, yeah, you're starting. You have to yeah, say the whole thing. Yeah, 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 you can't stop. Exactly. Vilafikah hamit namnim beemtza. If a person's falling asleep in the middle, in the middle of a second paragraph, but he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know if he's in the second word of the second paragraph or the last word in the second paragraph. What should he go back to? He goes back to the beginning of wherever he knows. It doesn't have to be the beginning of the paragraph. Wherever he knows he didn't, uh, he, 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 he said, he didn't say it. Yeah. Wherever he knows he didn't say it. If I know I said the first word. Yeah. The, uh, no. And I don't know where I am in the second paragraph, the beginning, the end, the middle. So technically, you just go back to wherever, yeah, wherever you left them. I don't understand that. If you're in the middle of the second paragraph, right? And then you get lost. But you remember, I was in the middle of the second paragraph. Can you go back to the middle? If you know where. Yeah, in the middle of the sentence. You know exactly where? Yeah, you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I said that word. You don't have to go back to the beginning of the sentence, even? Maybe the beginning. Maybe it would be preferable. I don't know. Let's see what he says. I don't think so. It's a good question. He says, uh, He doesn't say. He's going to discuss something else now. It's a good question. Does he go back? Probably, I would probably go to the beginning of the sentence. Personally. You don't think you have to go back at the beginning of the paragraph. No, the beginning of the sentence sounds, sounds very understandable. Let's say you had to stop Shema. 
אימשה כדי לגמור את כולה דהיינו מראשו ועד קריאת שמע וקריאת שמע עד סוף צריך לחזור לראש אבל אם הפסיק שלוש שלא מחמת אונס כי אם ברצונו שאם היה רוצה היה יכול לקרות אז אפילו אם שהה זמן רב אפילו אם הפסיק בדיבור אין צריך לחזור אל המקום שבזק very interesting הלכה says like this if a person stops for a need let's say someone a baby made his pants or a baby's crying you have to go take care of them So you stopped for a need. You needed to go take care of something. If you stopped the amount of time that it would take you to read Shema in its entirety, how many time minutes is that? Two minutes maximum? Then you have to go back and read the entire Shema again, even if you were in the third paragraph. So the fact that you waited that amount of time, Shaha Kedeli Gmort Kula, So you have to go back and read Shema from the beginning. I don't care if you were in the third paragraph, the second paragraph, go back and read Shema from the beginning. But, with a big B, if you stopped, not for any reason, you just, I don't know, you want to gaze at the wall. I'm not calm at all, I'm actually a little chilly. Um, so anyways, so he says, if you stopped for no good reason, no good reason whatsoever, no reason to stop, then, no matter how much time you took off, which is really counterintuitive, no matter how much time you took off, even if you spoke with words, You go back to the same place. You guys got that? No. Good. Because it's counterintuitive. That's why you didn't get it. You would think the opposite. You would think if you had a reason to stop, okay, so no matter how much time you stop for, go back. But it's not. It's X. That's very interesting. You run away from him. And finish Shema. No, you try to run away. You're not allowed to reach Shema's presence. Yeah, but he's running after you. Close the door. Oh, Daddy, I want your leg. I want your leg. You've got a sticky. Okay, let's let's review that one again. Are you allowed to bench in front of your son who's just wearing a diaper? Wearing a diaper? What's wrong with wearing a diaper? It's clean? Yeah. Yeah. But he's shirtless. You could be shirtless. Hey, we're cutting my zone now. But a bracha you should. Yeah, I davened already. Yeah, I was here. And then I... Yeah. That's why, that's why I eat. Whenever you see me eating and drinking, that means I davened. You know, I would say, but cutting my really, if your wife's hair is uncovered. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, if that... So, maybe you shouldn't be able to say, but cutting my zone if your kid is shirtless. Yeah, but kids are not erva. Children are not erva until a certain age. Okay. When a girl turns uh, three or seven, look at when does erva kick in? Are you allowed to say it and look erva's away? like a hidden part or a non-revealed part of a, of a woman. Uh, like, for example, um, a woman's... Let's say you're doing Birkat Amazon and your wife is at home and she's allowed to have her head covering off technically. No technical problem. She has her hair cutting covering off. You're not allowed to be looking at her. You're not allowed to do Birkat Mazon in her, in her direction. If you're looking straight while she has her hair covering off, or whether she has her sleeves above, or whether she has her leg uncovered a little bit. Tefach. What do you tell her? Depends on what your Shalom Bites like. Either, either, either you keep your eyes down to the book. Yeah, you're like, corner of a body. Corner of a body would work. Corner of a body would work. You just have to keep your eyes. For example, when he marries people off, what does he do? 
women are not exactly 100% you know, the mother, the cousin of the bride, they're whatever, they're not all dressed. So he keeps his, he keeps his eyes in the sidur, he makes the brachot while making the brachot, and then the rest is the rest say, Yeah? So again, um, just a, uh, just a uh, quick recap of that. So if you're stopping for a reason, and you stop the amount of time that it would take you to read the entire thing, even if you were in the end, almost the end, so if you stop the amount of time it would take you to read the whole thing, you have to read it again, the whole thing again. But if you stop for no good reason, no matter if you stop for a long time, or if you stop and spoke, which you're not allowed to, then you go back to the place that you stopped, and you're allowed to read from wherever you stopped. Very counterintuitive, no? You would think the exact opposite. You didn't stop for a reason. Do it again. You stopped for a reason? Okay, no problem. Go back to where you stopped. The exact opposite. Very cool.